What's up, everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joined by Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing? I am okay. How are you? Oh, you know, just, uh, I woke up a little bit earlier than I usually do, but it's not that bad for some Formula One racing at, like, 9 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can do that real quick here. I think, like, the first 50 laps or so was pretty boring. I agree. <laughs> but the last two laps? <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> yeah, the last two laps were insane. Just... And uh, part of me really wishes that race had, like, three more laps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to see what what more chaos would, would happen. But, uh, yeah, everybody was blowing tires, and uh, Lewis Hamilton won. On a with a limping, blown tire, yeah, limping home on a, on a, yeah, mm. yeah. Which if that happened, you know, one or two corners before it happened, he would have lost that race. Also, if they didn't pit Max Verstappen to well, try to get the fastest lap, he, but then again, you don't know if Max would have made it to the end of the race either on those yeah, tires. That yeah, that's true. That's true. But oh. you never know with that. And, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty wild there at yeah. the end. There were a couple of nasty crashes in the middle of the race, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Kevin Magnuson got shunted off by Alex Albon. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think Daniel Kvyat, yeah. his his uh, rear tire just like went, and then he went spinning off the track. Yeah, pretty, pretty that's, fast. That's when uh, I I turned the race on as soon as that happened. Uh, I just woke up later than I wanted to, but, um, I was like, wow. And then, uh, the announcers were like, yeah, we've had six green flag laps and they're like on lap 15. Uh-huh. I'm like, holy shit, what has happened? And, um, Nico Hulkenberg didn't even get the race. Yeah. Uh, I just saw like racing point said there was a jammed bolt that stopped the engine from starting. So and yeah. they couldn't get that fixed before the race. Man, that sucks. Oh man, what a week it what it it's been for Nico though. Like he's yeah. he gets called up because uh, Sergio Perez tested positive for COVID nineteen, and he gets called up to go in this race, and then he doesn't even get to race. Yeah, um, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> he might be back for next week though, because I think there's a mandated quarantine for uh, Sergio. Yeah. Uh but man, that's yeah, I. You know what? I hope uh, Pirelli decides to go with softer tire compounds for next week just to add more chaos. Yeah. Because I doubt anyone's going to try a one-stopper next week. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they stretched it very far on the hard tires. So, made sense why they would be blowing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was exciting. Uh, I, personally, I... Me being an Arsenal fan yesterday, uh, as of recording, Arsenal won the FA Cup, which means Ooh. they have a uh, European f- uh, football next next year, and that's going to be that's exciting, and that allows them to not have just a miserable summer where they can't buy any players because no one wants to play for them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, well, that's good. Oh yeah that w- that was that was exciting. Um, yeah, had a pretty decent week overall. How, how have you been? Um, okay, yeah, fine. I mean, 
it's been been an all right week and um not not long before i hopped on discord here i was trying to take uh pictures of my cats with snapchat filters because why not and uh it worked out very well okay i'll say i got a lot of good pictures oh awesome (laughs) it's the only reason to have snapchat is for the filters and um my kitten was just laying on the bed and she was just chilling and i'm like you know what i'm gonna try this and yeah got a a lot of good ones because why not I, well, we have um, we have a couple kittens that are outside kittens, but uh, now whenever we open the the door to the back deck, they come running inside. <laughs> uh, nice. And one of my cats, Bowser, the big boy, he uh, he's friendly with them. Another the cat, the smaller girl, uh, Tina, she just kind of hisses and runs away. Mm. But yeah, nice. Bowser, Bowser just loves up on these kittens, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cute. Yeah, man, cats. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We're gonna get that cat game on PlayStation Four, where all the humans are dead. I forget what exactly that's called. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what that's called either. Yeah, but yeah, a good time to like cats. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. There's mm. a lot of cats. Well, mm. I I was trying to transition to, the, but none of the games I've played have anything to do with cats at all. I, have you played anything with cats in it? Um, I, I yeah, I mean, I've played a game that has cats in it, but I don't think I interacted with any cats in the game. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's that's something. What would you yeah. play? <laughs> Um, I got I got back to playing Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, yeah, that does have cats in it. So yeah, kind of just running around. Yeah, it does. Um, so yeah, got got back to playing that. I'm in chapter fourteen. I'm knocking on the door of chapter fifteen, but uh, basically, I guess it's kind of a point of no return from here. Okay. Uh, and the game kind of in chapter 14 just dumps a lot of side quests on you that take you all over the place. And I was like, man, I don't feel like doing these things at all. Um, let me just look up and see, do you get anything worthwhile out of them? And a couple of them, you definitely get something worthwhile out of some of them. Um, so I'm going to try to bang a couple of them out, but they're just... They're bad, man. I mean, a couple of them are are okay and, and lead to some interesting battles, but there's, there's so many of them are just complete fetch quests. And, and I'm like, dude, I'm almost 30 hours into this game. I don't want to be doing this right now. I just kind of want to see it to its conclusion. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just do a couple of them just to get the worthwhile stuff out of them, but. Yeah, I mean, it's fun going back to to this game. Um, at first, it was a little overwhelming because I was like, because I haven't played it in almost two months, and I'm like, what, what is going on, and how do I play this game? Uh-huh. And like, I I don't remember like where I was trying to take certain characters with you know some of the materia or 
or gear or anything like that. And I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? But I eventually got back into it. And um, there's a diversion that kind of happens in chapter 14 that was annoying as hell. Um, that I won't spoil, but I'm just like, oh my god, I'm like, can we just move on in a way? Like, I, I do like this game, but it is. A little like there's there's things that could have been cut out of this game, I think, uh, and it wouldn't have made a difference, uh, in my opinion. But yeah, I'm gonna keep trucking along with that game and try to finish it here soon. Mm, all right, that sounds uh, sounds like fun. Uh, Tyler, it, we 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 kind of skipped over this because we got talking about cats, but yeah, I know you've been racing. I just know it. I know you did at least yeah. one race. Yeah, I've done maybe three. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do like a, a ton, but I did a couple. I, I think I'm the last one I did was um, the Italian Grand Prix uh, at Monza, which I like Monza a lot. I caught up um, to you. Really? Okay. I did like where, where six or at? seven Grand Prix. Yeah, I just finished Monza also. Okay. Cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, how how's your your season going pretty good uh i i came in second at silverstone nice uh third in hungary and then i i i aced both uh both spa and monza yeah i uh i'm very very similar to that i think i finished third at silverstone and hungary and then i i won at spa in in monza um just because, like, Spa, you know, you've I, we've raced so much on Spa throughout other racing video games. Like, mm-hmm. you just kind of have it down. And, yeah, but I'll say I almost did not win at Spa. Um, it, purely through pit strategy, um, I chose to do a two-stop race and everyone else did a one-stop race. Um, so I had a pretty large lead that... I ended up falling back to fourth, and then I think I had, like, I was on um, really fast, medium tires, and everyone else, their tires were kind of old at that point, so, and there's a lot of speed in that track, so I just barely, by the end, caught uh, Lewis Hamilton and, and got around him, and uh, it was it was really close. I was like, man, if I lose this race, I'm going to be fucking pissed, because this was one that that I just kind of had in the bag. Like I qualified on pole, had the best lap in practice. Like, th- like this is my race to lose and almost lost it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I really yeah. like spa a lot. I, it's, yeah. there are just so many fun turns in spa. It's like, yeah, it's one of my favorite tracks, spa and Monza having those back to back are just, that's a lot of fun right there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Monza's, just a lot of fun just because you feel that i mean that's just such a fast track just I mean, slingshotting so many... out of that last turn man that's yeah mm, that's it's good shit. so much fun and then um like i like some of the corners in that too on that track because you you're going down these very long straights and then you just have these very kind of simple corners in a way but you gotta nail them 
to really launch out of them to have speed down the other really long straights mm-hmm. and just hitting those corners right is when, when you nail that it just feels so good um i was not expecting to like i don't know what it was because i even like turned the difficulty in, up and everything right before monza and i just was still just so much faster than everybody else i'm like I don't know really where on the track I was, like, so much faster than everybody. I mean, I was losing time down the the straightaways and everything, but I was like, man, it it just kind of felt weird. But, yeah, kind of crushed that race, which was nice. Yeah, it's always uh, tricky on those tracks, especially because you have such long straights, you want to run with as little downforce as possible, but yeah. like you still have to be able to do the technical bits. Yeah, definitely. And it's, yeah, I I like trying to find that balance. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always fun. Hungry was one that I just, I kind of shockingly struggled. Like, I, I finished third, but mostly through kind of some strategy, but I was, I forget, I think I was maybe... 15 seconds behind the first the first two cars Mm -hmm. it was it was really bad and then kind of some other things happened so i was kind of like running on my own like there was no one really behind me but i just i felt really slow at hungry um for some reason like i was good through like half of the track and then i just could not figure out the second half where i was really losing a lot of time Um, and uh, i don't know just couldn't figure it out Came home third. I can't complain. Yeah. I mean, the unfortunate thing is, I mean, I know you hate Monaco, but my least favorite track is next up at Singapore. I fucking hate oh, Singapore. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Singapore. I think outside of Monaco, Singapore is probably my least favorite. And then, uh, and then after that, it's Sochi, which I think is one of the more boring tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's oh. not, not the greatest either. Uh, but man, I honestly, I'm not a big fan of, uh, I might be alone on this one, but I'm not a big fan of Austin. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I It's a really nice and, and wide track to race on, but I don't know. I, I just, something with that track has never fully clicked with me, but I, it, I do like it more than like Singapore or Sochi, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like, there are only like maybe four or five tracks on the calendar that I don't like, but uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, I, I, I really enjoy this game, too. I, I, I'm i enjoying the My Team stuff, trying to upgrade oh, my facilities and trying to trying to make sure my car stay, is keeping up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've, I have passed um, Williams, I think. Mm-hmm. I've passed Williams, and I'm close to a couple other ones, but I just had some more fucking parts fail on me. It just pisses me off. I know you can make them again for cheap, but I'm like, damn, almost every part I've tried to make has failed on me. <laughs> Except um, uh, the powertrain stuff. Like, that that has not... I've had no problem with that. But any other department has completely fucked me uh, in terms of development. But getting there. You, you, can, you can feel the difference, too, I feel, once you get... Uh, a decent amount of upgrades like your car does feel better you can you just feel 
a lot more competitive, which which I like that you can feel that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes it more meaningful, for sure. Yeah, I mean, this might be my favorite game this year, uh, but man, it's gonna come up with come up with competition with its own within its own genre this week, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what what comes out this week? That Fast and Furious game. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. That that game might might be the crown jewel of 2020. Oh God, who knows? The real crown yeah, jewel of 2020 yeah. is our playthrough of Divinity: Original Sin 2. Oh, 100 percent, 100 fucking percent. God, yeah. Like I said, that that is. If I could choose that as my game of the year for this year, it 100% is. Yeah. And I, I I mean, there's been a number of games I've liked this year, but I don't know. It's just not even close to me. I I, I am very much enjoying our playthrough, and uh, we, we got ourselves in a situation right now. Mm-hmm. There's that, this bad dude who has a lot of friends. <laughs> yes, and we found out the hard way how many friends he actually has. Um, and that, yeah, when we ended last week, that did not work out well for us. It could have, though. Like, yeah. There, like, I feel like if just a couple things went our way, like we weren't blinded so often, um, and if we had just a little bit better, uh, like a little bit better map almost like we could spread out a little bit more i i truly do think we could have taken all those dudes out because mm-hmm. a number of them when we when we didn't win were at a you know half health or whatever so i mean if we were just in a slightly better situation after a couple of turns i really do think we could have made it mm-hmm. but I don't know. There's probably a better way around this of, yeah. <laughs> of taking this guy out and not pissing off every paladin in the city and, like, wiping out all the paladins. <laughs> I did really think it was it was really funny and smart that uh, the paladins didn't know he was undead and tried to heal him with normal healing yes. magic. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's yes, evidence was... to the fact that they don't know that he's a bad dude, so maybe we should talk to some people <laughs> about yeah, him being definitely. a bad dude. Definitely, I think we should we should look into that and try to do that because yeah, and that's just like gets back to like the little details that Larian put into this game, like that, like this this guy we find out is undead, and so normal healing magic won't work; it'll hurt him. But no one else knows that that is in his ranks so they're trying to heal him but they're killing him and it's just like the little details like that are just amazing that they went to um and i really enjoyed everything that we had to do to lead up to like where we are like searching this guy's vault and his house and everything like there was that was a really fun section of this game that that we did Mm -hmm. yeah very much looking forward to get getting through some more of this man we are that city is so big we haven't even explored half of it yet i know i know it just feel like we've scratched the surface on it there's so much to get into and, and two like there's this other kind of i don't know what you want to call them there's 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 a group of bad people in this city that disguise themselves as humans uh-huh and like 
I was just talking to a, a merchant or whatever, and then uh, you're like, oh, shit. Can you come over here? Because four <laughs> level 20 dudes just spawned after I talked to this one guy. So that's yeah. a They're that's all a working for uh, the doctor, the demon, that the archdemon. Yeah. That's who they're working for. So, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's making me feel like that archdemon fight is going to be really hard. Yeah. <laughs> because even just fighting those four that we kind of keep running into, they're not, like, overly kicking our ass, but we're not really kicking their ass at mm-hmm. the same time. Like, it's... I, yeah, we definitely have a little bit of leveling up to do or something before we do that. But yeah, I'm curious where it goes, at least, the quest leading up to there. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, well, we got a wedding we got to go look look into... Yep, we ran into some death fog spiders. <laughs> oh yeah, man, that was that was fucking crazy, dude. If we didn't have Thane, who was an undead character, we would not have won that. Yeah, but imagine was... how much imagine how much of this game would be like easily bypassed if we both chose to play as undead characters in our character creator. Yeah, I know, I know. It is interesting for sure. And and what what was interesting about that battle too is you know death fog just kills kills you instantly basically mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of started this battle it's just these kind of spider enemies and we're like eh, this isn't that hard we're whooping their ass and mm-hmm. no that quickly changed very very fast we all got wiped out except for you being an undead character yeah but yeah what a what a game it's great and we got some. New, a lot of new gear. It's really cool. Oh yeah. Um, and meat is more of a tank than than ever. Yeah, he just keeps growing and growing. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh man, bigger than before. Um, yeah. What else have you got on your uh, on your games um, played list? I think the only other thing I played was I did play a little bit more Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, not not too much because I've been mostly focused on Final Fantasy VII, um, but but played more of that. I think I've only done like since the game kind of went, you know, kind of lets you go. I think I've only maybe done like two story missions, mm. and I've just kind of been dicking around with side missions, doing a lot with um. Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Yuna. No, um, she's a she's a character lady. Uh, Masako. Yeah, Masako. Okay. Yeah, I've been I've been doing a lot of her quest line uh, so far, which has been interesting. Have um, you met? Uh, oh man, you probably haven't. Have you met Kenji yet? Not yet. No. Oh, Kenji's a funny dude. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't have too much to add about my my thoughts of this game right now. Uh, have you played more of it? Yeah, I've played some more of it. I will generally say that this is kind of a nothing game for me. It's like I play it just because it's there and not because I I'm particularly drawn to it. Like it's it's yeah. a game that I can play and I I don't know. I don't really feel much from it. Right. I I kind of feel feel the same way. I mean, Sometimes I am just completely floored by an environment or something like that, but but yeah, I mean it, it. The story 
I, I couldn't tell you what's going on really with the story right now. Just because I haven't fucking... It's, it's one of those games where there is this main story, but it's like you spend five, six hours just doing a bunch of side stuff. And then you're like, oh, yeah, there is that. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's like the whole, like, Fallout 4 thing. Like, oh, I really got to find my son, but let me go do this and that and that and that and that for 25 hours. Mm-hmm. Then I'll get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> like, I- I'm looking forward to kind of really sinking my teeth into it and just kind of banging this game out in a way. Uh, but... I also don't have that urge to do so right now, um, which is part of the reason why I'm playing Final Fantasy. But yeah, it's a fine game. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. It's. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say I'm a little bit disappointed that it isn't doing more for me. Yeah, definitely. I I I think they could have really played with the whole honor and, and dishonorable sort of thing um, a lot more like there's no reason to try to play honorable in this game you know what I mean yeah like I, I you can just be a fucking like ninja basically and go around just fucking murder everything like yeah. I, I wish and- I wish the game give you just gave you more reasons to kind of choose and make you feel something I really think that could elevate this game yeah and the thing is it's like there are certain I'm not going to spoil too much but there are certain points like where it doesn't give you the option to do the honorable thing like it just <laughs> straight up doesn't give you a choice uh, yeah. and like I don't know like <laughs> You can't really have this whole uh, dynamic between are you going to be an honorable samurai or not, and then don't give me this choice to do so. It kind of undermines that whole theme, and yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think that's kind of like the thing I feel like this game's probably missing is just that massive choice sort of element that really makes you question what you're doing yeah but also like I'm a little bit further ahead in the story than you samurais are such fucking stuck up pricks (laughs) yeah that's what this game has given me the vibe of they're a bunch of stuck up pricks who don't actually care about the people they're protecting and are more uh, more concerned about preserving their own power over the land that they're they're Ooh. governing it's gotcha. yeah it yeah i i wish i could say this this game gave me a different perspective on samurai but it pretty much follows every other samurai fiction that i've consumed over the past decade mm-hmm. yeah um except samurai jack samurai jack got it right <laughs> <laughs> uh all right uh, Have that, you uh, played anything else? Um, I mean, I'm always playing Apex, man. <laughs> always playing Apex. Always shooting them in the head. Are you uh, going for completing the uh, Battle Pass this season? Yeah, I'm only about four levels away, and there's, oh, wow. I want to say, two weeks left in the Battle Pass. Damn. Not uh, bad. So I'm pretty close there. Also been... Chugging away at some Destiny 2. Um, 
Yeah. Just that's that's a game I really I need to get back playing that. Yeah. Especially before um Beyond Light comes out. Yeah, there's there's some good stuff in there. Um doing some story things with uh, all these pyramids showing up. Mm. Uh, how how deep is that stuff? I mean, or is it a little mindless or is it involved? Is it grindy? Eh, I mean, it's a little bit grindy. You have to keep repeating these uh this new public event type, which is basically gambit out in the wild. Again, mm. it, and you're not playing against another team. It's basically like they send waves of enemies and you deposit moats into the bank. And it ha- it has de- escalating levels to it as well. So, yeah. I mean, that's it's an alright thing, especially when you have other people around. But if you're solo, don't even bother. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, just trying to... Uh, trying to grind it out I think the power levels are, have uh, drastically slowed down for me uh, I think gotcha. I'm only at like 1010 so uh, yeah I, I got some uh, catching up to do what's the cap I don't know do but know? I know for some of the higher end content the recommended level is 1040 yeah, okay wow uh, but yeah Gonna continue to do that, um, but Tyler, let's uh, let's leave those games behind because we we have some news to talk about this week, and probably the biggest news is that Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. They brought them all yeah. back. They brought all the music back. Just about. Yeah. And they've added wait, new wait, music yeah. as well. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of new music. Holy shit. Yeah. They really did. The They've added... Is... I did not know Sublime was not already in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack, but now Sublime is in there. <laughs> yeah. That's just a perfect fit. Um, oh, okay. You got Billy Talent in there? I was just looking at this article that Suicidal Tendencies, Psychovision... What, who? You got Billy Talent in there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I saw that. But um, Suicidal Tennessee, Psychovision, Anthrax is Bring the Noise were originally, they weren't going to, they were showing up, not that they weren't going to be in the game, but they are going to. Yeah. Cool. I love Bring the Noise. That is such a fun song. Yeah. But yeah, this is, they've got a lot of music for these games. Yeah. This is a do. lot of licensed music. Mm-hmm. I like got looking at real... this fake poster here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is it is cool. I like that. Got some real big fish. Oh yeah. <laughs> some some of these I I just I don't know. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Less Than Jake. I know them. I do enjoy some of these, even if I don't know them. I lo- enjoy some of these names like Chick Norris. Yeah. And Destroy Boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The the Ataris. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I am uh, I'm excited for this. This is coming out September 4th, yeah. which is about a month away. Tyler, it's already August. I know. It's fucking ridiculous. August. I know. Hopefully that means uh the summer heat is going to start to fade because holy shit. 
I know. I, I really, I hope so. It's too much. Can't even be outside for three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you'll ignite into flames, uh, which is what you'll do if you click on a link in your inbox that is telling you to claim beta access to Cyberpunk 2077. Your computer will burst into flames. So don't do that. CD Projekt Red says there's no beta for their Cyberpunk game. So don't click on those links, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little fucked up that this is going around, uh, that there's all these emails claiming to have, to give you beta access to this game, and which at the same time, like, I don't know, they, they never even announced they were going to do something, so. But you, these, uh, these scams get everybody at some point, mm-hmm. so. But yeah, don't don't click on those links. Plus, like, I don't know. I guess I guess uh, what I'm thinking of is just like mostly betas are for multiplayer games, mm-hmm. and this is not a multiplayer game at all. That so you I don't, know of. I don't really know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, they are working on a multiplayer for 2022 or whatever. But um, I'm just not sure why they would have a, a beta. An open beta for this. Yeah. But don't click the links. Don't click on any link that you don't know. Yeah. Like if you like if you have to question if this is a legitimate link, then don't don't click on it. Yeah. I know that you're all out there interested in hot singles near you, but don't click the link. Yeah. Yeah. This the the Cyberpunk seventy seven twenty seventy seven uh beta is the hot singles near you of video games. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Everybody everybody wants to play this game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we get this stuff all the time oh, yeah. at my my office. I mean, we get all these, like, fake emails of people claiming to be, like, one of our executives or something. And it's just like, God, don't click on this stuff. Yeah. It's not good. Back when I worked an office job, sent that shit straight to the spam folder. Yep, Absolutely. All right. Um, I guess we'll stick with uh, some of the negative news of the week here. Ubisoft. Uh, they, they, they canceled a video game. They, they went and signed uh, Mike Laidlaw to make a game, and then they canceled it. It was, it was supposed to be a King Arthur game inspired by Monster Hunter. But it turns out former uh, Ubisoft chief creative officer... Serge Hasquit decided, hey, this isn't like all of our other games. We can't publish this. <laughs> yeah. Which, if you look on it, the convergence of Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, their Ghost Recon games, and how all those games follow the same formula. Yeah, you can see um, maybe some of that is caused by a certain person at the top. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I wonder with him gone... It'll take a while to see anything, but I wonder how much Ubisoft might change some of their design. Or you know, just allow games. allow games to be different. Yeah, and and you know, um, allow the game to have just a female lead character if that's what the team wants to mm-hmm. do. You know, um, <laughs> so yeah, it th- this does sort of suck in a way because. Uh, I, you know, Mike Laidlaw 
did a lot of great work on the Dragon Age franchise, and having him do something new uh, could be really exciting. And, and King Arthur, I feel like that's kind of something that's not fully explored in a way. I know um, Assassin's Creed kind of has you know their historical sort of setting and stuff, but. I don't know. This could have been cool, and especially inspired by Monster Hunter. That's interesting, and that is also something that's uh, kind of different for Ubisoft because all their games kind of, like you said, they're, they're, they're kind of converging in what they are. Mm-hmm. And this could have been something that could have maybe been been exciting. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to like Gods and Monsters. I think that could be a cool game, but I just have this feeling that it's going to end up being a fucking a Ubisoft game. Yeah, I mean, know? the fact that you can point to video games and be like, oh, that's a Ubisoft game, or even if it isn't from Ubisoft, that's a Ubisoft-like game, kind of damning to like the lack of creative diversity within Ubisoft's library. Yeah, definitely. They, they, they definitely need a lot more diversity and that's i think another thing about like i don't know like splinter cell like that's a game yeah it's a tom clancy game but it it plays different it's a totally different sort of game than the rest and i just feel like even if they brought splinter cell back they would probably make it open world and probably make it a checkbox game which to me when i think of a splinter cell game i i feel like it needs to be like a, a dishonored in a way of Here's eight levels, and they're all, you know, they, they have some meat to them, but go about it however you want sort of thing. And, and that, that could be cool, um, but, yeah, they just they need a lot more diversity. And this could have been it, but who knows? This um, Surge guy had a lot of power Yeah, at Ubisoft. I mean, obviously power over other people but also just power in terms of creativity that's just probably a little too much honestly yeah i mean it's one thing to like have a have a creative direction for like your your studios but to have so much control over like the kinds of games they make and what what has to be in their games is like that that's too much yeah definitely um all right. Well, Mike Laidlaw, formerly of Bioware, Bioware, still going along here with Anthem. Uh, they're they they've recently decided they they've shown off some of the stuff that they're changing in Anthem, some of the loot uh, stuff that they're changing. Um, they're they're changing some drop rates. They're changing like the kind of loot you're getting. Yeah, it's yeah. That that's one of the problems with Anthem is the loot system. Mm-hmm. That, that's one of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks like they're trying to address their problems. But yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, I will come back good. to Anthem when this rework is complete. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot of people probably will. I mean, this isn't really the Anthem 2.0 that they're you know reportedly working on, but these are steps in the right direction uh that could get people excited but i just even then i just i feel like it's almost as at least until they have their big relaunch if they will uh 
I just feel like, yeah, changing the loot and, and all that stuff, that's a big, big deal because that's what that game is. But I, I just feel like it's probably a little too late at this point. Like, people have moved on from Anthem, and you really have to have a big, massive overhaul. Which, yeah, they're working on, but it needs to be a lot bigger of a deal. I guess what I'm saying is I just don't know if this is big enough to get a lot of people back in. Mm. Yeah, I I mean, it's... So th- this is just like kind of like the first thing we heard from them, really, since they said they were reworking right. Anthem. So well, I, guess, I guess this is more just like evidence that, hey, uh, we're still doing this. Here's some proof that we're still doing this. Yeah, definitely. Because they were notably absent from any of EA's streams this, uh, this yeah. summer. They have been the past two years. Yeah. So. All right. Continuing on with updates to video games, there's an update coming to Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. They're going to have a boss rush, Tyler. If you just want to play the bosses, if you want to fight the bosses, which I think the bosses are really good in Sekiro. (laughs) uh, You can do that. Um, They're also adding some new cosmetic outfits that you can unlock. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess this is cool. If, like, for me, this is cool because uh, maybe I don't want to go back and play the entire game over again, but I would like to fight some of those bosses again. Mm-hmm. That's that's where this kind of has value for me. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, there's more on the way. Honestly, because I I want just a bigger expansion to Sekiro. Yeah, I mean they've they've done bigger expansions to Bloodborne and Dark Souls three this generation, so kind of interesting that they haven't done anything for Sekiro yet being you know that it is a game of the year winner for multiple places mm-hmm. from last year and I think this is a cool update I think it would have been cooler for it to be out last year you know when everyone was really still playing this game but mm-hmm. but still I mean this is could be another reason to, to go back check some shit out All right, Tyler. I know you're a bigger fan of Bulletstorm than I am. How would you take this next one? Uh, yeah, Bulletstorm. Uh, the, their uh, developer, People Can Fly. They're going to be working on a new uh, action-adventure franchise, AAA franchise, with the Just Cause 3 director, Roland Lesterlin. Um and it will probably be on the next gen systems, but it sounds like they are they're hiring for it and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, People Can Fly is also working on uh, Out Outriders that is supposed to come out this year, which seems to be another live service looter shooter game, a schluter, you could say. Yep, you could say but, that. Yeah. <laughs> But a lot more coming from People Can Fly in the future. Mm. I mean, People Can Fly, yeah, they've done Bulletstorm. They've done uh, Gears Judgment, um, working on Outriders. I'm trying to think of what their most recent game was. I don't know. That I'm blanking on. I have no idea. But, but yeah. Um, I also have no idea what will come first. The Beyond Good and Evil... 
movie or the Beyond Good and Evil game? Who could say? <laughs> uh, but there is a movie coming to Netflix uh, from the Detective Pikachu director. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, this is... Ubisoft's been a little weird over this past week of... Uh, you know, they announced a Splinter Cell animated series with the John Wick director for Netflix. Great. And I'm like, okay, cool. These are fine. You know, if you want to make a Beyond Good and Evil movie, animated show, sure. But, like, where are these games? <laughs> but also, think, where is the money coming from for these adaptations? <laughs> Yeah, don't that that I don't know. Um, that yeah, who knows on that? But the movie will be produced by Jason Altman and Margaret Boykin under the helm of Ubisoft Film and Television. Um, I mean, I, I would hope that whenever this comes out, it aligns with the game releasing. Same with a Splinter Cell animated series. You would think that would make sense, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Detective Pikachu was a pretty fun movie to watch. Yeah. But not sure how much, you know, Pikachu is a video game icon, whereas Beyond Good and Evil, I don't know about that. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Just curious how much people will care about this. I'm curious how much people will care about Marvel's Avengers, Tyler. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Um, every I'm just before we get to this. Every time I see that game, I give less and less a shit about it mm. because it keeps on looking like a game I don't even want to touch. <laughs> Interesting. I, I I'm not going to say that I'm hyped about it, but I am curious about it. Um, it does seem like a kind of mindless, fun time potentially. Um, but the beta is coming up. They had another war, war table stream, uh, and, and talked about a couple things. One is that Hawkeye is going to be a post-launch hero that will be for free, um, and I'm pretty sure the other one potentially is um, Hank Pym, but I don't know if they've officially confirmed that. That is uh, Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's going to be a, a couple of characters coming for free post-launch, uh, which could be cool. But it also sounds like when, they're, when they launch them that they're going to have a little bit more... It, like, it's not going to be like, here's this new character, go play everything that's there. They're going to have a little bit of kind of content to do with this character before you get some of that other stuff. So at least you can get a feel for them. So that's... Could be cool. They did just also announce some details on their beta that's coming up, uh, which I think starts next week for people who have pre-ordered the game on PS4. But the beta seems fucking huge in terms of, uh, I mean, you'll be getting into uh, the skill trees for different characters. I'm trying to think of... uh, So there's going to be four characters you'll be able to play, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and Miss Marvel... Um, you will be able to play eventually that uh, kind of opening of the game where that they showed off at E3 last year. Uh, so that'll become a thing. But 
Um, there's going to be what they're calling harm rooms, which is weird. Uh, but they're holographic training areas um, with wave-based challenges. Um, and there's going to be other uh, war zones and drop zones that you can do. War zones are more dungeon-like missions that you'll be able to do. Um, and drop zones are the shorter mission types that are more focused. So you'll have access to a lot of stuff uh, in the beta. And I am curious to check it out. I will I will hopefully check out the beta once it goes to an open beta. But I'm certainly not pre-ordering this game until I play it. Have you seen some of this? Have you watched any some any of those videos at all? Like some of the some of the menus and stuff they're showing. All these. Yeah. It's there's it's too Destiny. much shit. Yeah. There's just too much shit. <laughs> it's um, yeah. I mean the menus are straight up fucking Destiny and and um that that's the thing I'm curious of. Like I don't know if that sort of style of game will work for an Avengers game. Like, it's just going to be weird to be playing fucking Thor and getting all this different gear and upgrades and stuff. I don't know. I just think it's going to be kind of strange. Um, I, 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 I really think that all they needed to do was basically make a Marvel's Spider-Man that, from Insomniac but make it Avengers. Yeah. In, but... I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, well, I, I'm that bet, certainly that curious. That bet is still on. And it, the it bet is. is still on regardless of how people re- receive that beta. <laughs> it is. Yep. That The game's coming out in September. There's no backing out. Uh-huh. Um, All right. See where it goes. Also coming in September is this PlayStation documentary. Featuring Hideo Kojima, Mark Cerny, Shinji Mikami, and some other people out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's called From Bedrooms to Billions, The PlayStation Revolution. <laughs> From Bedrooms to Billions, A Porn Star Story. Mm. Playboy Mansion. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm just joking, but yeah. But yeah, I I'm mean, okay. it's, it's a documentary. Uh produced by PlayStation about PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So it's about as... Uh, it'll take that angle, just so you all know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it could be cool. I'm curious about it. See how it turns out. Uh, September 7th is when it comes out. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll, you know what? I might, I might watch it. I don't know. If I... I will watch it if I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, it's. I'm just looking here. The document. The documentary will have a physical release, and then will also be available on demand on iTunes, Amazon, or Vimeo. So, I guess it might not be free, like on their YouTube. That may, doesn't sound like hmm. that's something they're doing. But my only hope maybe, at this point is perhaps. It is free with Amazon Prime. Yeah, that 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 could be it. If not, you might have to rent it. But I know not everything that is coming out now that's new on Amazon Prime is available to rent. Yeah. Just because of the Hollywood situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also, like, why the fuck would you 
buy something that you're only going to watch once. <laughs> mm-hmm. It do- that doesn't make any sense to me, but uh, whatever. Um, all right, yeah. Tyler, we've got uh, we've we've got some stuff coming for free to PlayStation Plus members. Members, uh, August free games, and Tyler. We got we got a we got a couple bangers out here. Mm-hmm. We've got Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, which is some weird Mario Party plus Battle Royale kind of game. <laughs> yeah, this game looks completely absurd. Yeah, but I'll play it. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it honestly looks a lot of fun. I think uh, this could be very beneficial for this game because I believe it's launching. Like, with PlayStation Plus. Like, I don't yep. think this game's out now, right? Yeah. So, could work out for it. And Tyler, you just bought it a couple months ago like a fool. <laughs> I know, I know. The Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 re- campaign remastered is also yeah. available for free on PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did get it on sale. It was very cheap, okay. so at right. least there's that, but yeah. Maybe I should have thought about that because uh, Sony has given away so many Call of Duty games through PlayStation Plus recently. Um, but they just remastered that campaign this year, didn't they? Or was that last year? Yeah. Yep. Pretty sure it was this year. Yeah. Early this year it came out. That, that's a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, yeah, definitely. I do recommend it. I mean, it's. I think it's still a good campaign. They, they did a good job remastering it. It looks pretty, as it should. Yeah. Uh, so go pick those up this week, as early as this week. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we we don't have a drop from the PlayStation blog, Tyler. Dude, what the fuck is going on? But we do have... We do, have a, we do have a list of games here from Game Informer. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I guess, yeah, Fall Guys is a, re- is a brand new release this week free for PlayStation Plus members. Yeah. Um, I guess we another can game. click these links, maybe? Maybe we'll get yeah. s- something out of it? It seems like it goes to trailers, a lot of these links. So, oh, okay. uh, another game coming out on August 4th is uh, R- Relicta mm. on PS4. I'm just glancing through the trailer. It seems like it's a first-person maybe puzzle game. Uh, yeah, that seems like what it's like. It looks it looks kind of pretty. Could be neat. Yeah, we've also got Scully, which looks like some sort of platformer where you play as these horrifying looking clay dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to see all these other games are on Switch or Xbox. Fast and Furious Crossroads comes out August seventh on PS4. And what a game this is going to be. I'm incredibly curious on those review scores for this game. (laughs) Being developed by Slightly Mad Studios, who does Project Cars as well. Yeah, and they got dropped into that. Man, that's that's a hell of a thing to be doing as your first project after being bought. Yeah. Uh, We've also finally got... A play on a title, Inertial Drift. Do you know what Initial Drift is? No. Or at least it's not coming to me. Or it's Initial D. 
but it's it's an anime about drifting old old Japanese cars. Mm. But yeah, there's inertial drift, which is totally just playing off of that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Also, um, Horizon Zero Dawn is on PC. Great, fantastic. If you want to play it on PC, yeah. I guess... I'm sure that game is real pretty on a PC, though. Yeah, it probably <laughs> is. It probably is. But I'm not spending money on on a game I already own. Yeah. I've already done yeah. that with other video games in my past, and I've decided I'm not doing that again. I've yeah. bought Skyrim like five times, Tyler. Wow. I think I've only bought it twice. <laughs> I think I've bought Minecraft three or four times. Wow. Man, I need to stop. Yeah, I am going to stop doing that. I'm not going to click <laughs> buy on Horizon Zero Dawn for PC. Yeah. And we're just going to say that's that. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I don't see anything else here that we need to talk about. Uh, unless you got something. Work Tyler, are you still there? there? Hello? Uh-oh. I may have lost hey. Tyler here. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, I hear you. There now. you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can get in contact with us, ask us questions, give us feedback, whatever you need to do. Send that to... PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and. Oh, bye.